it is. Okay. So, hello and welcome to Social Disease with Alisa and Jess. Woo, woo, woo. And unfortunately, I am so sorry to say this is not a full episode this week. This is just an update. Yep, it's the Corona update because last week we posted um, an Instagram post that said we'll be back this week with two episodes. Um, we are going to do an apocalypse special and also the, our next episode, which was episode nine, I believe, of the first season of Degrassi. Um, <clears throat> that was the plan, but as with the rest of the world right now, the plans changed. <laughs> Indeed. You can kind of count this as like the apocalypse episode, I guess, in a small way, like a, like a half mini one. Yeah, it's a it's our very first attempt at a mini episode, I guess. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I mean, I I don't know if you're willing to share why uh, there was a delay, but I am willing to open up to our audience and tell them why I have a delay. Oh, same, one hundred percent. Would you like to go first, or, or sure? You? Mine happened first, so I might as well. <laughs> uh, well, Jeff, go ahead. So on our last episode, I announced that I got a new job um, at the Phoenix Library, but that turned out not ha- to not happen after all um, for, like, just some weird reasons that are nobody's fault. Nobody hates, you know, Phoenix or me or anything. Um, it just turned out, like, to not work, and I ended up not getting that job, and that's okay. Uh, but I had already quit my previous job, and so I was just feeling kind of, like, super overwhelmed with everything at the beginning of March, and ended up having a little bit of a psychiatric situation, (laughs) where I ended up going inpatient, um, for behavioral health treatment for about 10 days, so that was, and then, like, during the time that I was in the hospital, um, the... COVID outbreak, pandemic stuff really started ramping up. Um, And then the quarantine started, like, while I was in the hospital. So when I came out, I was in quarantine immediately. So it's been a a weird, like, month and a half. It has been very, very strange and uh, completely understandable why you would be so distraught. I send you all my hugs from Washington to Arizona. Aww. Hang on one second. What? Oh, yeah, and Sydney moved in. Yeah, Sydney moved in. Yes, they were standing right there gesturing frantically at themselves about something. I was like, what? They're like, I also moved in. That is that is part of the update. <laughs> That's the best part of all the updates. My updates are also really sad. Yeah, no, it really is. Because, like, they were so awesome and supportive the whole time I was in the hospital. And um, they ended up moving in and having their entire first week in the apartment, like, when I was not here because I was there. And... Uh, when I got out, it was, like, honestly, nothing short of a joy to be quarantined with them, as weird as that sounds. <laughs> no, I totally understand. I If I wasn't quarantined with my husband, I would be losing my mind. 
Yeah, I mean, I feel really bad for everybody. First of all, that's like in a relationship but didn't live with their partners or for whatever reason are quarantined away from their partners. Like, I feel terrible for you guys. I'm really sorry. Yeah, sending all of our love to people who are quarantined alone. Um, Yeah, or just quarantined alone in general. Like, I see you. Message us if you need if you need some social. If you need some social interaction, we're here for you. Unfortunately, no physical hugs can be given, but virtual hugs. Virtual so, hugs, digital hugs. Um, my, maybe some, I don't know, other mini episodes if one or the other of us gets motivated. I don't know. Yeah, that's but, <laughs> but uh, my the reason for my side of things going south is um, just medical stuff bunch of medical stuff my stomach procedure got delayed which was going to bring pain relief to me uh because I've been in a lot of physical pain for a while now and I'm also wearing a heart monitor because I've been I'm being tested for POTS which if people are not aware of what it is uh there's not enough time to describe what it is (laughs) please google P-O-T-S POTS Yeah, it's a big, complicated, like, autoimmune condition, as far as I understand it, right? Yeah, and um, the symptom is pretty much when I stand up, uh, or I stand, like, you know, get up from bending over or anything, like, I pretty much almost pass out, so. Yeah, a couple other people that I'm familiar with that have that, um, that's something that happens to them, I know, so hopefully they can figure it out and get you some relief soon. Hopefully, fingers crossed, and I hope that everything turns out great. Pain relief comes soon for my stomach, and the heart monitor comes off. Uh, this is all supposed to last until May 6th. Everything's, everything will get better May 6th. So. Well, in the meantime, you know, I love you, and I hope that it's not such a terrible waiting period until May 6th. It's honestly not even that long until May 6th. Very true. Very true. I got the monitor put on on the 6th of April and I have to wear it for a month. And then okay. the procedure is the 6th. So it's like oh, okay. kind of lined up in a, in a like almost a cosmic way, if you will. That's good. And then are you going to be out long after the surgery? Is it is it like an actual surgery with a long recovery time or is it like a like an, an outpatient procedure? It's an outpatient procedure. They're going to biopsy my stomach and they're going to put a camera Gotcha. They can see what the frick is going on. Yeah, that's super needed. Yeah, because literally over a year ago, like a year and a half ago, a doctor was like, you have an ulcer. And it's been a year and a half of uh, torture. (laughs) Well, and that's the thing is, the way that they diagnose, I know you're not technically a woman but the way that they diagnose women's health issues is insane to me because like you'll go to the doctor and literally be like I'm bleeding out my asshole or something and they'll they'll delay your testing for years and have like a hundred different specialists called and everything and all this time you're just sitting there like hey my symptoms honestly haven't gotten any better and I'm in crippling pain every single day of my life and I can't function as a human or like afford to live. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's, it's insane. Like 
I mean, and it just feels like delay after delay and like insurance and everything. Oh God, yeah. I feel you, man. I've been there. It took me four months to get Medicaid to approve me to get my genetic test done for Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. I was like, thank you, thank you, because I totally didn't need to have like treatment done for this. Or... Yeah, for all that time that you were waiting. Yeah, it's like I know I lived with this my whole life with no diagnosis, but it's like. Come on, like obviously I'm in enough pain now where I was like at the doctor. <laughs> yeah, all the time. Well, uh, you got anything to say about Degrassi before we wrap up this pandemic mini-sode? Uh, well, is there anything to relate? Do they ever go through a pandemic in Degrassi? <laughs> oh God, I wish. Um, they don't because they try to keep it really true to like life. And we've never had anything like this happen before in our lifetime. So, or even in my mom's lifetime that I know of. I don't think, like, the last thing I've heard about, and don't quote me on this because, you know, this could all be conspiracy theory bullshit. But the last thing I heard of was, like, this was in the 1920s and stuff with, like, the Spanish flu. Yeah. So I don't think anyone except for my great-grandma who's dead now would know. Yeah, most likely not because, I mean, I know we had, like, we've had the bird flu and we've had uh, some other ones that are, you know, Ebola was the big thing a couple of years ago. But none of them seemed this prevalent in just everyday life, you know? Well, like, none of them we had to, like, hide in our homes. Yeah, because I mean, like, when we, when Ebola was more rampant than it is now, we heard about, like, a few cases locally or whatever, but they never were, like, shutting down businesses. Yeah. Shutting down churches, shutting down 24-hour gyms. Like, Disneyland is shut down. Disneyland! Oh, my gosh. When I was at my physical medicine doctor appointment uh, yesterday, there was these nurses, and they were like, this is the new normal. It's never going back. Like, they yeah. canceled what the normal was. Like, I don't know what the normal is going to be after this, but they're, this the new normal is here. To yeah, you're totally right. I kind of feel that way, too. And honestly... I mean, I know it's a super serious thing. People are dying. Like, I think it was Italy ran out of places to put all their dead bodies at one point because there were so many people dying from it. Like, it's a very serious thing. And, like, we should all observe shelter in place and the six-foot rule and social distancing and whatever else. I'm super aware that it's a serious issue. That being said... I'm having a really good time being quarantined. Like <laughs> it's like I am I'm happy to be in my house. My house is great. Like this is basically all I ever wanted. Working from home and not being expected to go out and be social with people yeah. is my dream. I think is disabled and uh, non-neurotypical people. It's like fucking thank God, like all the like fucking pressure finally. That put on us. It's like, whoa, 
Yeah. And the thing is, like, I know we, we were messaging a little bit about this, but, like, you know how after we went into official quarantine as a country, suddenly all the doctor's offices have the ability to do a remote appointment. Suddenly, everybody's job is capable of letting them work from home full time. Suddenly, you know, there's free food delivery everywhere. Suddenly, there's uh, easier access to drive up and pick it up groceries or delivery groceries. Suddenly, there's all of this stuff. Now that the now that the neurotypicals and the non-disabled and the you know healthy people basically now that all the healthy working people are homebound they now suddenly have all this access to homebound services yeah it's like you just didn't want to do this shit because you didn't have to live with it and all right. of a sudden, now that you have to live with it it's like okay yeah well we can work from home we can do all this stuff and it's like Wow, it's it's a kind of like a huge slap in the face. It's just yeah, I'm just like oh, so you had the capability of doing this the whole time. Yeah, but <laughs> it's like all of a sudden, I it, it, I feel like if everyone all of a sudden can use their legs, then all of a sudden every everything would be wheelchair accessible. Exactly. <laughs> it's like you know, only when the healthy people and the rich people and everything are having issues, then it's like, oh, okay, now we'll change. Yeah. Because now we need it. And, yeah, some of the, some of these, like, accommodations that they're making now, I mean, I'm really glad that we have the option now, because, like, I kind of feel like it's my time. But, it's rubbing me the wrong way because it's now apparent that they have the capability all the time. Yeah, and the thing is, is like literally when this started, it was a year ago that I was forced out of my job. Forced. They told me, you need to quit or you need to come and act exactly like everyone else, which I haven't since I became disabled, so how the hell am I going to do it for this job? Right. right. And they, so they said, you need to quit, basically. And they, because they said that they wouldn't accommodate me. They wouldn't accommodate the fact that not even I always had to work from home, just on the days that I was sick. Yeah. On the days where I was, like, vomiting in the morning and stuff. And they said, like, oh, well, we can't do all this stuff for you. We can't get, like, a special chair for you. We can't do this. You need to quit. And then all of a sudden, I guarantee this entire office is working from home. Yeah. Oh, I bet you, because my job that I just quit a few weeks ago, same thing. I made, like, an offhanded comment to someone about, uh, you know, oh, find time for me to quit, because now I think they're working from home all the time. And that was all... I was asking for toward the end before I quit was please let me work from home some some days please 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 let me work from home and the answer was like no you absolutely cannot work from home ever and it, it's so <clears throat> it's so stupid because it's like um you 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 just didn't want someone who is disabled to work for you that's right. all that's all you wanted was just the disabled people to quit. The people that you found inconvenient. 
Right. And the thing is, like, we're very capable of doing things. Like, I've been more productive in the last two weeks, three weeks, than I have been the entire last three years while I was working a full-time job out of the house. Yeah. And I was always praised for my work when I was working. Like, I always... Mm -hmm. Me too. When I got, like, had to switch my job when I moved up here, I had the best, like, you know... Uh, reviews from people I used to work with and it's just insane and the thing is is we're not even asking for that much we're like just a couple days just when I feel too sick also when I feel kind of sick because every day I feel kind of sick exactly (laughs) but the thing is is they're like no I don't even want you to have a little bit of what you want exactly like because my whole thing was like when I can't tolerate wearing a waistband or whatever like I literally couldn't I couldn't come to work for an entire day and I either had to use up sick time or um go unpaid for the day if I was out of sick time and it was the whole reason would literally be like my body can't tolerate wearing a waistband today and they don't allow me to work from home even though I'm otherwise fine and I could totally do everything just without pants yeah yeah, no, I, I was some mornings I would wake up and be throwing up and I'd be like, okay, just give me like a few, like two hours. Right. I'll take my medication. I'll calm down. I'll, you know, and yeah, then, like take a rest, maybe eat something or drink something, get something in your stomach and then. Yeah. And, and as long as I don't have to make the goddamn drive and I don't have to sit there in an uncomfortable chair and I can just sit on my couch because I'm feeling sick and I can pop my computer open. I'm not going to be able to have trouble doing my work. Exactly. And I never did. did. They always were like, you do your work faster than anybody else. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, because um, I'm just sitting here on my couch. I'm not sitting at work conversing with my coworkers or going to get Starbucks. I'm sitting on my couch doing my job. Right. Exactly. And that's what I've been finding the last couple of weeks, too, while I've been home is like, I've been doing some part time work from home, just like on the computer. And it's so much nicer when I can like, take my own time to wake up in the morning, because, you know, some of the meds that I'm on, like, if I take my nighttime ones too late at night, like, it takes longer to get going in the morning, I feel a little groggy in the morning, whatever. So like, if I if I'm able to take the extra time, And then I can take breaks when I want. I can wear what I want. Um, I don't have the distractions of, like, all the people around me. I'm honestly so much more productive. I've done more stuff in the last two or three weeks, like I said, than I've done in the last three years. And, like, it's kind of mind-blowing to me. But I guess all this is just to say that I hope this is leading toward change. Yeah, I hope I you know, I hope that when I hear people talking about what the new norm is going to be, I hope the new norm is going to be more understanding towards disabled people when they say they need to work from home or, you know, things like that. Things that are more beneficial than just like, oh, I don't want to touch anybody. Yeah. Like just fear. I would hope that what we pull away from this isn't fear and understanding. Yeah, I agree. I really think, I mean, like the, like the nurses are saying, it probably is kind of a permanent shift because it doesn't take humans very long in general to adapt to like a new way of living. 
if it's your new, like, if quarantine is our new normal for six months, then, like, it's going to change the way we interact with each other for the next 15, 20 years. Exactly. Like, if you're going to put a bunch of people inside and not let them, like, go out to dinner and interact with people and, you know, have a normal life, these people are going to be different. Mm-hmm, definitely. And they'll, like, I mean, I was listening to a recording of an interview with Stephen King earlier today, and uh, he was saying about the virus that he has a granddaughter who's, like, elementary school age, and, you know, he's imagining that when she grows up, if she has kids or grandkids, and they're, like, sitting around the house saying, oh, I'm so bored, I can't go out, or, like, if they're grounded or something, like, oh, I'm so bored, I can't leave the house, then she'll turn around and be like, yeah, well, when I was 10 years old, um, we all had to stay inside the house for months because of the coronavirus. So, like, <laughs> yeah, it's a whole, it's a cultural thing. It's a cultural shift, and I hope that it's a cultural shift for the better toward more understanding to more different kinds of people than just those that can go out every day with no without thinking twice about it that's all I hope and like now I'll step off the soapbox but (laughs) yeah no like you know because everyone's acting like they care so much about people who are immune compromised right now I hope it continues yeah but like I think because you asked me if I had any Degrassi related thoughts and that was like in my mind, a Degrassi-related thought, but only because I've been sitting at home watching Degrassi in the middle of the night when I wake up and can't sleep because of my chronic conditions. So. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So all that is related in my head, and now you see how and why. But no, as far as, like, actual Degrassi updates, nothing except um, that if you want to see some real wholesome cuteness, you really should just look up the names of all the actors that have ever been on Degrassi and then follow them on Instagram. <laughs> you should. You Because, should. like, they're very cute. And if you need Degrassi um, sweetness, you should listen to our past episodes while you're waiting for our new ones. Yes, definitely. Hopefully we won't be delayed for that much longer until we get back on the like you know horse but uh in the meantime listen to our past episodes there on spotify and google something and anchor yeah and if you like it tell your friends tell your lovers tell your mom tell your dad tell your brothers from a from a safe distance away unless you're quarantined together of course (laughs) message them you can just like text them about it and, like, hang in there, y'all. The yeah. virus is dumb. Everybody We're real sorry. Stay safe. Stay inside. And we love you so much. We love you. Yes. We love you for listening. Follow us also on Instagram at Social Disease Pod. Um, and hopefully we'll have a new episode for you soonish. We'll finish out season one. Yes. All right, well, we'll talk to you later, everybody. See ya. Bye.